listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Tuesday, the 3rd of January 2022, uh, the SBS uh, 2023 actually. SBS On The Money podcast is back for a new year. Uh, later, we'll take a look at why China's COVID cases are spooking investors. But first to the Australian property market. And for the first time since 2018, residential values fell over the calendar year. So nationally, the median price declined 5.3% in 2022. That's according to CoreLogic. Of the major capitals, Sydney saw the biggest annual fall, down 12.1%, followed by Melbourne and Brisbane. Hobart also down 6.9%. What's interesting is that it's uh, the country split down the middle because the eastern states saw a decline. The states toward the west actually rose for the year. So, for example, Adelaide added 10.1% in terms of values over the past year. Perth and Darwin also increased. For more, I spoke earlier with Tim Lawless. He's the head of research at CoreLogic. The declines that we saw toward the end of the year, in particular December, have they accelerated or were those losses moderated? Well, it's it's quite different from city to city. Between September and November, absolutely, we were seeing the rate of decline easing off pretty much everywhere. But December did see some reversal of that. But markets like Brisbane, Hobart, seeing a bit of an easing in the rate of decline. Which parts of the housing market are we seeing the biggest declines and what's that an indicator of? Across the different quartiles, for example, it was very clear the upper end of the market, the more expensive quartile of the market, is really leading this downturn. Across the combined capitals, we saw upper quartile values fall by about 12% over the year, whereas the lower quartile actually recorded a rise of about 4.5%. So where to now for prices? I think it all depends on interest rates. Hopefully he's right. And we've seen a quarter of the year. Uh, our view is we'll probably see a peak in the cash rate around March, uh, 50 basis points higher than it is at the moment. But after that, if, if I'm right, and we do see uh, interest rates stabilising at that level, probably start to see housing uh, markets also stabilise a few months after that. So kind of like 2022 being a year of two halves, I wouldn't be surprised if 2023 is characterised by further price declines over the first quarter, maybe the first half, followed by a stabilisation. As you say, stock levels are still very low, and we're also seeing some affordability returning to the market as prices fall. But uh, uh, overseas migration will gradually add add to further demand, as well as uh, very tight rental markets, probably encouraging people who can afford to buy into the marketplace making that switch. And do you think we'll see a flurry of selling activity in the first half of the year? Because I've, I've heard of some anecdotal evidence of, of many vendors holding off from potentially selling during the spring selling season to see what would happen with interest rates, so to wait to see uh, if the market calms down a bit and then come on in the first half. I think it's fair to say there's quite a bit of pent-up uh, supply in the wings. As you say, Ricardo, we haven't seen much of a spring or early summer selling season I think there's probably quite a few vendors who are waiting to sell. 
potentially waiting for market conditions to improve and selling conditions to improve. Normally through the first quarter of the year, we do see a flurry of activity. It's quite seasonal uh, between the beginning of February all the way through to leading into Easter. So time will tell, but I wouldn't be surprised if we do see quite an uptick in the number of homes coming onto the market. Whether or not that's a, uh, accompanied by an uptick in the number of buyers is yet to be seen. Probably not, which means uh, there could be a bit of a buildup in stock levels. And uh, we're already seeing homes taking a lot longer to sell than what they were at the same time last year. Tim Lawless there, the head of research at CoreLogic. Let's go to the share market now, which started the year in the red. The S&P ASX 200, 6,946. That's a decline of 92 points or 1.3%. For more, I spoke with Stuart Roberts. He is an analyst at Stocks Down Under. Stuart, the market's taking a bit of a battering today, despite a stronger open. Why? So it's basically China. Uh, Everyone's concerned that uh, the amount of COVID cases in China will hamper the reopening of that economy. And so people have been quite nervous about that. Um, I actually think that's, that's a buying opportunity there because uh, uh, from all I'm seeing from the leadership in China, China is open for business. But in the short term, people are scared that, uh, that that reopening will be cut short again. Looking at that, do you think it's a bad omen for 2023, given that we saw the share market fall quite dramatically over the past year, and now we're starting in, our, in the red? Uh, quite the contrary. Um, uh, the, the willingness of the, the, the market to, um, to, to look through this, we'll see in the next few weeks, I think. Uh, we've, we've waited for China to open up properly for three years now. Uh, uh, interest rates have, have gone up a lot, but it looks like uh, we're seeing um, inflation uh, moderate a little bit. Uh, price of energy is coming back. There's a lot of reasons to be optimistic about the market. I just think there's not enough people around in the market to appreciate that, uh, that it's going to be a good year. What do you expect then to be the key themes of 2023? China's reopening is number one amongst them. Uh, the, the, the world's second largest economy, once it gets ahead of steam and becomes the workshop of the world like it normally is, uh, will, will be a big deal. Uh, I also think travel stocks are going to be a big deal in the light of that with, with all those Chinese travellers joining the rest of the world in, in moving around a lot more. Um, and I also think that um, uh, the battery mineral space is going to be important because you're going to be seeing uh, uh, that uh, uh, head of steam we've seen in the last couple of years in, um, in the uptake of electric vehicles to, uh, to also be important. Um, uh, we've seen uh, lithium uh, and other battery minerals come back a little bit, but there could be some interesting buying opportunities there. Stuart Roberts there from Stocks Down Under. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.